in the words of the legend that is Sean Puff Daddy Combs, as we proceed to give you what you need, we are about to come right back at you with another dope and kick-ass episode of the Heavy Podcast. I'm your host with the most, your favorite and freshest, Malome Kakeosume, and I'd like to welcome you all. A big thank you to everyone that listened to episode 4 of the pod. Your support really means a lot to me, and as I grow in this journey, I hope that y'all will stick with me and watch it grow and watch me grow as well. Without further ado, let's get right into the stick of things. Just like to send a big and biggie. It's bad G hypnotized. And the reason is, is because May 21st was the notorious B.I.G.'s birthday. And, you know, Biggie for me, he, like, taught me self-confidence, you know. Biggie, like, normally if you're big, you should be low on yourself, sell yourself short, um, not trust yourself, not believe in your own swagger, your abilities. And Biggie, he believed in himself wholeheartedly. Uh, like he walked his confidence he knew he could take over anything and everything and he would be able to he was larger than life in every sense of the phrase so pun intended and for me what I learned from him is just to trust yourself is to believe in yourself and walk with your head held up high and not doubt yourself and Biggie never doubted himself he was canossy flossy I mean almost like they still talk about the pinstripe the multicolor pinstripe Kuji sweater Versace even have named the famous frames he used to wear the biggest Medusa Versace frame so he was able to transcend not only music but pop culture as well i mean he was just that dude that walked with that was just the man and for me i i sometimes wish he was alive and i'd like to just talk to him and just be like yo how did you do a b and c and joints like like he couldn't even celebrate life after death which is a very dark name for his album considering what happened to him but he couldn't even celebrate the fact that life after death went diamond it's still talked about you still play hypnotize still play uh, sky's the limit when we are dreaming about achieving things that we want to get out of this life thing you know and I sometimes wish I was here to see how his music is impacting this culture and everyone else. But, you know, even in his passing, we still celebrate. We still shout out to Big Papa. And he will always be in my heart and I'm pretty sure in a lot of people's hearts, you know, even though he's not here. Now, Joe Rogan, voice of the UFC, former host of Fear Factor, and host of the Joe Rogan Experience, 
has did what they call a major move and when i mean major it has the potential to really cause a rip a very very serious ripple effect within the whole podcasting scene so the joe rogan podcast has been on youtube for its entirety and also other platforms it's that's been but YouTube has been its home. That's been its home for its entire duration. And has had some crazy guests from Elon Musk to Mike Tyson to Kevin Hart to really just a variety of celebrities. And also the podcast also has its own separate MMA um, side of things. He's had... Conor McGregor's trainer just to off the top of my head that I can remember and it's really it's a podcast that has drawn acclaim and criticism as well he's very almost over the edge and controversial and it has really garnered the public's attention and he's really just changed the whole podcasting landscape and he has changed it again by signing a multi-year deal with streaming and audio giants spotify so what this will mean is that the joe rogan podcast as from september 1st its entire catalog from episode one to wherever it'll be by the time september 1st strikes will be moving from YouTube and other platforms to Spotify exclusively. And that is a very, very big deal. Also, the fact that the deal is worth over $100 million, as reported by the Wall Street Journal. And if we're to convert that $100 million into rands, rands one. That's almost 1.7 billion rand. 1.7 billion rand to talk shit. <laughs> 1.7 billion to just to talk smack. And he'll be getting that potentially over three years. Now, the other important factor to mention in the deal is that it is a licensing only deal. So, Instead of Spotify buying the whole thing, Joe Rogan will re- literally be leasing his content to them. And then if after those multi-years, he feels that, you know what, Spotify, you've been good to me, but I want to move to either Apple, or go back to uh, YouTube, or move to another platform, I'll take my entire catalog with me. And that's really a, a big deal because... He's not selling his entire portfolio. He still owns everything that's related to the Joe Rogan experience. And it's a game changer. It's really, really a game changer in the podcast scene. Because you've heard, you know, the Joe Biden podcast also, it moved from being a multi-platform podcast to now 
a Spotify exclusive, but the numbers were never revealed, if I can remember clearly. But to know that a podcast can be worth such a high amount is crazy. And it can only be the barometer now in which other podcasters maybe will want to reach. And also, it will now start a whole podcasting rat race. In the sense that now, other platforms are going to be looking for other content creators to be on their pod exclusively. From Apple to Google to Google Podcasts to Spotify to just a, vi- a variety of platforms. And this is going to be a very interesting time going forward, you know. Gonna be very interesting to see how the podcasting landscape develops and where it will be five years from now, ten years from now. Because I don't think anyone ever envisioned that a podcast would have a nominal value as big as a hundred million dollars. Like that's a lot. And I'm just eager to see how this will pan out, not only for the Joe Rogan podcast, but also other podcasts. How will they change? How they move? Will they, you know, act different? Or will they just remain the same and just develop on what they do best? So interesting times, exciting times. We can only wait and see Mac Miller Mac Miller is one of my favorite artists um, and one of my f- the first project that I actually ever heard from him was Kids which means kicking incredibly dope shit now the project turns 10 this year and to commemorate that Rostrum Records has finally put the project on digital streaming platforms now it's actually quite a surprise that it's on a digital streaming platform because of the whole lawsuit that it had attracted back in 2012 by Lord Finesse which he won so to actually see that tape on uh, your favorite streaming platforms it actually means that they've gotten way past that and were able to actually clear whatever needed to be cleared and finally get it on the streaming platforms for us and Mac Miller fans all over the world to enjoy. So yeah, I'm actually quite happy that I can be able to finally listen to it without having to go through the illegal platforms. <laughs> but yeah man mac miller kids available on your favorite streaming platforms now on episode three i ended it by talking about the last dance at the time it had yet to be released but i viewed my excitement and just eager to really just watch it and now since then and now i've been able to watch it and I must say, this was an amazing series to watch. It was really just awesome. 
the storytelling you know it was mostly focused on michael but to see really how others told their stories of their encounters with not only michael but the entire chicago bulls team it was just great entertainment it was just a great series to watch i mean dennis rodman he came out of that looking like a entire rock star i mean you're already one of the most badass rebounders in basketball at the time you then end up dating common electra and then on top of that during that last dance during the last attempt at winning a chip against the utah jazz mid-series you decide you know what i'm gonna make a cameo on wcw with Hulk Hogan. And then you still come back. And you do a badass job. On the fi- on the court. Like that is just. Some crazy 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 shit. But. He came out just. Of that series. In its entirety just looking like a rockstar. And I think a lot of people gained. Respect for Dennis. Also one of my favorite stories was. The story of the flu game, inverted commas. So, during that same series, Michael had gotten sick. He had gotten sick and had developed flu-like symptoms. Um, He was on an IV. Like, he was just... he, He wasn't fit to play. But he played and really just delivered a typical Mike performance in which he scored 38 points while sick like basketball is such an intense sport and you're sick but you in the game in which you're needed you score 38 points now nah, that's just crazy. So originally it was called they called it the flu game, but then there's a I call it the pizza, the pizza game because we found out that hey Michael didn't have flu. He just happened to eat a bad pizza. So that's quite interesting in the fact that for the longest time it has been called a flu game. I mean even Jordan Brand themselves released a pack the flu game pack in which the the shoes he wore was in was in there with a beats pill to mimic the whole thing of being sick so that's quite interesting also the story of michael and how he ended up at nike the fact that his mother was like you know what just go and hear them out because michael had his heart set with Adidas. Like post college, he knew that he wanted to be a three stripe man, but Adidas didn't pitch up to the party. And his mom was like, you know what, just go to the campus and hear them out. And now we have this behemoth, which is Air Jordan. I mean, first year alone, he outdid the projections that they had and we are now 
in 2020 talking about the brand which handle first is running the sneaker culture and it's crazy how <laughs> it needed a mother's touch to actually make the deal happen to actually force him to even think of sitting at a table with Nike execs but in general it's a really really good documentary I mean the use of um, archive footage of practices games uh, those intimate moments where Mike is alone and the integration of the guests that they had Barack Kobe his teammates, the owner of the Chicago Bulls, Jerry Reinsall, like all of the, the the journalists, oh my goodness, the journalists, the people who are the writers at and people who worked on the TV during that series. I think the integration of all of those factors, all of those people really made it a very good stucky series to watch. And in my opinion, it would not surprise me at the slightest if it won an Oscar for, I think it would probably be like Best Documentary or something of that nature. Because it it's really good. It's a really good watch. And look, I was thoroughly impressed throughout. I was hooked, lined and synced with said spend my Mondays watching those those two episode drops and look I was thoroughly satisfied and I think everyone else was thoroughly satisfied with the outcome and the series now a lot of music has come out since the last episode and I just like to talk here and there about some of the song and projects that I have heard now, Josiah the Disciple is one half of Jazzy Disciples, and he dropped his EP titled Spirits of Maguela, and I must say, it is one amazing body of work. It really blends the whole, mm, how should I say it, it blends the piano Harvard, you know, the private school, the deep, deeper piano with Zgoop with the piano that would bang in your clubs and, you know, in your commercial scene. And I think he did a great job in that balancing act. He did say in an interview that he really wanted to play with his tribalistic sound background. And you can really hear it in like most of the tracks. You can really hear the instruments, you know, marimba, the Congo drums, you know, um, obviously piano. And it really just, it's a, it's almost like you're in a different world when you listen to it. Yet, it's still, it's just an amazing and refreshing uh, project. And I think Josiah should really pat himself on the back for this. One of my favorite tracks from it is Joni. And the other one is Yaya, which features Dali Wonga. 
and he really did a good job throughout the entire project it's 14 it's 14 tracks in length and i think it's just a banger 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 of a project and i think everyone should go out and listen to it also ak dropped a three pack he dropped a three pack which consists of monuments which features younger chief and grandmaster ready b uh cross my heart and energy which features gemini major now like two of them they just ugh man they are pop as hell man like i don't like i'm not feeling them energy i'm not feeling monuments i'm not feeling cross my heart is probably the only one that has sort of grown on me but like not in the way that i wanted it to i'm just i'm not in love i'm not wild with it and it is very interesting to hear like the other songs is it is this the fa- the man they're not good shit <laughs> they, they i'm not wild and for me i'm an ak fan and like i'm not wild i'm not blown off my feet with what he what he dropped and i don't know if this is maybe ways going but i'm hoping that there'll be other joints that'll actually wow me that'll actually really do the heart and the ears justice um i think and one artist that that we generally need to pay attention to it has to be tato sao i think he's really he's someone that has so much potential and i think he's going to be amazing that has rappers really just flowing out of control like a motherfucker and i think that he's going to do some great things i was listening to douchey's project titled do you and the song love you is really one of my favorites i think tato just picked up that beat and ran with it a sprinter hundred and he's really he's gonna do some amazing things and i think he's gonna be great and i think everyone should pay attention to him that's tato sao from the west side ladies and gentlemen our time has come to an end it has come to an end i'd like to thank you all for having listened to this episode of the heavy podcast I really appreciate it and I'm humbled and just thank you for the love and support. Also, I'd like to send a shout out to the graduation class of 2020. I know that all of you have worked hard in obtaining your qualifications and not being able to rock the gown has probably put a bit of a damper on that journey, but don't let that be a journey that was not worth it remember you grinded and you worked and really 
that qualification was never in vain. And personally, I'd just like to tip my hat off to you and salute you all. I wish you all the best in all of your future endeavors. As always, please follow the heavy report on Instagram. Our handle is the heavy report. That is T H E H E A V Y R E P O R T. And also on Twitter, the handle is at heavy report Z A. That's H E A V Y R E P O R T Z A. And also visit the website, which is the heavy Got new content coming in about a week or two and really cannot wait for all of you to check it out. I'll leave you all by playing Miles Advice, which features uh, Douchey and Fonse J off his EP titled Early Arrival, which is available now on your favorite streaming platform. Until next time, it's nothing but love, peace and happiness from me to you. Cheers. For the vibes Tell me when you need it, I got hella time, hella fine Shorty from the weekend, she got hella spine Rather die, came back from the deep and now I'm intertwined For the vibes I think you should let me go And now I got plenty of time Remember days I was losing my mind But still saying yeah, I got fun I was just losing myself to my pride I really thought that I could hide for my demons, but realize there's people that I needed to cut my ties. Yeah. And somebody else saying I changed. But somehow I lost my brother in the midst of the moment. I can't be the same. Yeah. Would you be the same if your mama told you that she ain't okay? I promised to get it, she promised to pray. Yeah. Tell me when you need it, I got hella time, hella fine. Shorty from the weekend, she got hella spine. Rather die, came back from the deep and now I'm intertwined for the vibes. Tell me when you need it, I got hella time, hella fine Shorty from the weekend, she got hella spine Rather die, came back from the deep and now I'm intertwined for the vibes I think you let me go 20 year old, still acting closed Since I was two, man, I saw the world cold My head's a lie, saying dead on the road Losing the time and she's trying to show control Now I got the wheel and I'm telling her let's go But I got some baggage that I gotta let go Some friends said I ain't working enough some friends said I ain't making the cut And some friends say we love songs that we made Put my cars on the table and they call it my bluff Some people say we ain't popping this buzz But not the same people that's for bodies and clubs But then you wanna ride, we made a rhyme Now you walk around in the city and you calling me blood For what? Yeah It's funny how you say not change But funny how you left and you said that you would stay Now you coming back thinking I would be the same Oh you missed the old, you were gone other days Are you moving with me or you moving out the way? I'm sorry for the trouble if it ever caused you pain Lost in my mind man, I couldn't find escape Yeah Tell me when you need it, I got hella time, hella fine Shorty from the weekend, she got hella spine Rather die, came back from the deep and now I'm intertwined For the vibes I think you should let me go